Welcome to the Edge Up Podcast with your hosts, Reed and Glenn from Hawaii Trading Academy. As a continuation into this part two series that we're talking about, um, last episode, we talked about trading through the holidays, you know, how some people may be lifting off the gas and, you know, take that well-deserved holiday, but other the market still making moves. There are still um, opportunities to be had. So what we want to share in this episode, guys, the whole idea of just like ending the year strong, setting intentions, setting goals, like how do you even do that? You hear that all across the board, like it's popping up on social media. Everyone's talking about it. You got to set goals, set goals. You got to finish the year strong. But like, you know, for, for when I started, I'm like, dude, how do you even begin to do that, Reed? Like, what like what does that mean to you right and yeah, like you it, it's um it's empty it's empty advice like set your goals but like what if like okay i want to make a million dollars but you got to ha- create a path a framework yeah that's what i think like immediately when i think of it yeah a framework and you know you could put you could write down the goals right but if you're not taking the actions to that goal right really practical logical steps that you can put into place then that goal will just sit as a wish i guess a wishful thinking right so we want to spend time on helping you guys or even ourselves on like okay here's what the things that we do uh when it comes to this time of the year we're not just always thinking about pumpkin spice latte and santa claus and presence right but we're also looking forward and planning for the next year you know um that's going to be a trait you want to take be proactive with your schedule your life um have at least have a direction on where you want to go you know we all say we want to get better we all want to hit different targets and whatnot but um some people just live life um and wait for things to happen. I was like that. You're an autopilot. And um, the one question that one of my mentors was was asking uh, um, a group of us was like, are you living life by default or are you living life by design? Are you designing your life or are you just going to let things happen the way it's going to happen? You know, so let's let's talk about that. The goals, the goals, um, it's with the bigger vision right you want a bigger purpose bigger goals you want to start with the end in mind and then you want to work down kind of what going off of what reed was saying with the framework you know for example i want to share like one of the goals i put like was to donate a million dollars to my church or your charity right and so like the what is your goal you got to ask yourself why though why do i want to do that is there a Is there a timeline on that goal, Glenn? Or is it just like an ultimate goal for you? I need to, you know, let's start with 10 years. But I want to hopefully compress that. (laughs) I love that, though. I love keeping me in check, my man. (laughs) Yes, sir. So that's one. That's a goal, right? Let's just talk about that, for example, on on the, you know, the the thought behind it, right? So I got to ask myself, why? Why do I want a goal? Why, why do I want that as a goal? Who am I going to impact? How will I do it? You know, and when you start answering those questions, you know, rather than just put 
saying out straight, I want a million dollars in the bank. You know, what are you going to, who are you going to impact with? Why do you need it? This and that. Oh, because I want a big house, dude. A million dollars won't get you a big house nowadays. That's like the average price of a home nowadays, huh? Um, so you'll eventually need to find a bigger purpose and the mo some motivation or reasoning to start your goals. Can I like interject something here? So like you mentioned sure. motivation, man. Like, yeah. And it took me a while to realize this and it's through self-education, but like motivation is fleeing. It's an emotion. So it's not always dependable, you know? Like, yeah. what do you have? What do you have to say for that? Like, as far as uh, motivation goes, you know? Yeah, that that's a that's a good point. And before, when I started on this journey, I was thinking, oh yeah, all I gotta get is just you know, what's that song that gets me motivated? What's that YouTube video I gotta watch to get motivated? Then I'll start. It's like it's like taking an energy drink, right? But the energy drink eventually wears off, right? So, but the whole point of that whole motivational feeling is to to get you to start somewhere you know but eventually hopefully if the bur the purpose or goal is big enough or in it, it that should be the underlying um drive for you rather than you relying off motivation it should be this discipline into doing the things that's going to help you achieve your goal you know I think motivation is like the jump start. Yeah. It's a jump start. And then like the momentum is discipline. Like you want to keep that momentum, that discipline is what's going to keep pushing you forward. Yeah. So like, I think I saw read that there was a, a, a study done with the act of writing your goals where everyone says you write your goals, you know, you'll put it on the notepad, put it on a napkin or whatever, but there's there's a whole study behind it. Yeah, yeah. So there's a the study from Harvard on and it was about writing down your goals, physically writing them down. Uh, they say even like tablets and and writing it in digital form matters. It's just that your eyes have to visually see it on some type of uh, material. So they had a group of individuals um, write down their goals. So this is the statistics directly from um, the Harvard study. We're gonna link this study in the show notes but basically it said 10 years later after writing their goals three percent of individuals with written goals had higher net worth than the other 97 percent combined to be exact that 13 percent with or the 13 percent with unwritten goals earned twice as much as the 84 percent with no goals so again you're still going to be ahead if um you don't write your goals down let's say you just think it out loud or you, you think it in your mind um, but people with absolutely zero goals and not going anywhere in life have no intention on where they want to go. Uh, they're they're the they're third in this this study. So even more incredible, the study goes: the three percent with written goals and plans earn ten times as much as all the others put together. So I mean, as traders, we want to be in that one percent. But in this study, you know, how about you increase that edge? Is like writing mm -hmm. down your goals. I think that's a, a per great way to start start the year off is write your goals. That's already it's like getting a head start just by writing your goals, right? It's like it doesn't it doesn't cost anything. It just takes a few minutes, you know, and you actually just put the pen to the paper. We establish, you know, the whole idea of just writing goals down, how it's significant and it's like a springboard, right? But okay, what's the next step? I wrote my goals down. Now what? So what? After you write these 
just goes down to Glenn. Like, what's the next step? What do you think? Like, okay, yeah. I got my goals down. Yeah. So what comes to mind is like, you know, say you're married, you have a spouse or your family, right? You you share it with them, right? You want to get them on the same page, you know? Ooh, I kind of, I almost, I agree, but I disagree. I have to disagree here with you, Gun, because like the way I see it, and this is probably a little victim mentality here, you know, it's like they're going to disagree with you or you're going to get immediate like kickback. Like, oh, that's, you want to donate a million dollars? You don't even have a hundred thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be the naysayers, right? So, um, how would you, how would you handle that? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So how would you yeah. handle that? How would you handle it? Like, you know, for example, right. If I go tell my wife, Hey, I want to go donate a million dollars. Um, I need her to get on the same page in order for us to achieve that, you know, because yes, like, or one household, we will share the finances. But if, if we're tugging at the, in different directions, that's going to be even harder for you to achieve it, you know? So first thing you got to sell yourself on your goal. Second thing you sell who's in your corner on the goal, you know? Um, and you got to be like, you, you just got to be determined. You got to be committed to it. Like it's going to, it's not going to be easy, right? Yeah. The initial kickback could be discouraging. And that's why a lot of people, I'm sure there's a statistic on it because of the kick the initial kickback, the reaction, the knee jerk reactions from their close ones there. They just don't do it. They don't start, you know, and it, they, they come from a place of love. Most times people are like, oh, man, that sounds really risky doing that or putting all your life savings on the line or something, you know, to start this business, et cetera, et cetera. And it comes from a place of like, I don't want to see you hurt. Like, I want to I want you to be safe. You know, that's what a lot of society implements on our, our consciousness. Right. But mm -hmm. I think um, in the end, like with uh, with just this little intro part of here of creating a plan is you can tell someone but in the end like you got to have you in your own corner you know you are your biggest cheerleader you got to be 100 100 is the road's not going to be easy it doesn't get easy i mean if you hit a small target say you you're like you you, you kind of if i scale it down be like instead of giving a million dollars to charity i'm gonna donate one thousand dollars very then yeah, like baby steps boss. baby steps yeah. You tell the spouse, we're like, yeah, let's do it, right? But the thing is, um, because you kind of already was thinking about the million, then you you bring it down to a thousand because it's doable, absolutely doable. Are you gonna feel that much fulfilled? Are you you know, you know, is is that is like is that your potential? You know, so oh, yeah, yeah, right? Because you we're meant That's for point, we're man. meant for we're our nobody knows our potential but ourselves, right? And so our immediate spouses will not know. So let's bring it back to breaking the goals down, right? So we have the action plan. Now, um, some people say, give your goals a time frame. Um, there's ways that, you know, to do it. There's a million ways to do it, right? But what worked for me, um, what we do, me and my wife do, uh, we have our yearly goal or we have our big 10-year goal and whatnot. Then we break it down to like a 90 day target so that's almost a quarter three months so yep um 90 day we do 90 day targets why is that because for me myself i don't get overwhelmed you know it's easier for me to focus on immediate task um for example if my 10-year goal was to donate a million 
All right, you do the math, you break it up. You just do simple math. 10 years, I need to save $100,000 a year, all right? And then that'll equal to a million dollars, okay? We know that Uncle Sam, like, of course, when we make the income, we'll get taxed. But when we donate it to the nonprofit or a charity, it shouldn't be taxed. So we know that the math will be mathing, okay? Um, <laughs> and, you know, the, the yearly targets to put away 100K, you break them into four quarters, that's 25K per quarter, divided by three months, that's $8,300, $8,333 a month, right? And so you're like, okay, boom, like, what do I have to do to go ahead and produce that type of um, money where I could put that away? You know, that just break it down to a simple, you're not thinking of a million dollars every day, you're thinking of okay, $8,000 this month, right? And then you chop it up into four weeks, that's 2,000 and some change per week. And so one of the things that other comes to mind, you know, we want to bring it back to trading, right? Um, one of our, our members were having a coaching call and this month was a busy month for them. And as far as um, work, or in their personal lives, lots of things moving. And so he was, we started to notice that he was trying to balance out that and trade. And that was for leading him to taking forced trades, being in the market when he shouldn't, trading against his plan. And so what we aim to do, instead of like focusing on the dollar amount for him to make, we're like, hey, why don't you, I know you're super busy, but like get to a point where you can find, develop a, a sense of routine, even five minutes before you even get on the chart. Ask yourself these specific questions to get yourself present and even determine if you're able to even trade, you know, clear-mindedly. And we just made it simple. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let me, let's go do that. You know, and it kind of washed away all his, frustration because he was feeling really down about the past couple losers that he had and he he told us that he had his biggest winner this month but his, those small lot those other losses were overshadowing it so bringing it back into perspective for him and just making it clear like okay focus on routine this month i do want to say a little interjection here for as as traders um, a lot of new traders, they like to put a um, percent or money target goal per month, per quarter, etc. cetera. Uh, just a warning sign, red flag here is that we can never plan how much we're going to make from the market. The only thing that we can plan is how much we'll, we'll be willing to lose. So that's per trade. And so if you know your stats, if you know your data, you're going to know that, that answer. So just a, a caveat and a warning sign of, be careful as traders setting those monetary and percentage goals. Instead, make it a process-oriented goal. Like, okay, I'm only going to risk 1% per trade for this entire quarter. Boom, and see how that goes in and so forth. So just a just side note on for traders out there who, who um, plan their goals that way. Love it. I mean, you're already kind of taking it into, you know, our third point of taking action, bro. Like, how would you... How would you take action on the goals when you write it down, you're breaking into bite-sized pieces? What's next? Yeah, so after I've done all that, now it's time to take action. 
So like that that's the this thing I'm gonna do. And then I think uh you know there's a two part here. So like I want to take action, but I think just like anything, you'll go fast if you go alone, but you'll go farther if you're with the right people. And I think that that's super super important. There is, and I didn't make up that quote. Like that quote's like oh, an age old quote, proverbs. <laughs> um, but um, you know that surrounding yourself with the right people who have maybe not the exact same goals as you, but similar goals. So like Glenn and I, you know, I always relate to us. Like he has trading goals. I have trading goals. It's not necessarily the same, but we know we are on the the same path together. And I think that's that having that accountability is what's what the is the 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 factor, the biggest factor here is having that after you have your your goals and you're taking action now and you have action steps, it's almost like, yeah, you want to share your goals with the right minded people. So we kind of talked about that, right? How you'll get pushback, but the right people who have the same goals or similar goals as you they're gonna help support you and they're gonna give you motivation they're gonna tell you no i'm sorry they're gonna tell you what you need to hear they're not gonna just be like yeah cherry yay you could do it all but you know the real people your the real accountability partners are gonna tell you what you don't want to hear but you need to hear you don't want to hear but you need to hear it yeah i mean in addition to that like how do you know you're you're finding the right people you know um for example you ask yourself this is did this person achieve the thing that i'm trying to do if not do they know someone who has done it or like what reed was saying their our goals align do they align with yours is there a way to help each other succeed um you want to go with people that want to help you succeed like reed said they'll say the right thing not necessarily the nice thing you know the accountability that's so uh, crucial uh, part two of that whole thing um there's still work to be done like you gotta step it up you gotta go um what's the thing you can do put on your calendar this week that'll help you chip away at your target no matter how big or small that task or thing is right maybe just meet one person this week that'll help you do get to your goal or you know spend that extra time in the gym put that workout in the calendar you know Whatever it may be, um, I think when you put it on your calendar, you actually be intentional and be like, okay, I'm blocking out from 9 to 10 a.m. I'm going to do this thing. That way, once you do that, it's like, boom, you're you're on the way. That's your first good step right there. Boom. You know? Um, makes it well, real. You know, like yeah. when you put it on your calendar, it makes it like, okay, oh, I have to do this. This is when I have to take action. And I, w- I would even say this is like you have, you know, 365 days a year. We're not going to hit 365 days of taking action. I mean, not most people. But the point is, is like, have I taken more actionable days than the year prior? You know, I think that's a a good um, thought process to have. It's like just because you don't hit all 365 doesn't mean there, your work wasn't done. There is work that was done. As long as you write it down, you put it in, like, make it real, right? You're make real. it real. Right. And ask yourself, right, what can I do today to move the needle forward, you know? Um, you know, keep track of your days. Like like I said, going back to, like, the 90-day target. Okay, day one, day two, day three. By week four, I'm going to have this achieved, you know? 
And it, for me too, like what helps is when I put things on the calendar and it's kind of out, like a few months out, it pull it gives me something to look forward to. You know, not it doesn't always necessarily have to be a deadline. It could be a trip. It could be, um, you know, business conference or whatever event that you're going to go to. When you have it on the calendar, for me, like it gets me excited because it pulls me forward to the, like, I want this day to happen already. It kind of helps you on the, the psyche part where, you know, it's not just motivation. It's like it does something to you. Like it's real. This is going to be real. It's going to come, you know counting down the days so i in, in order for me to hit that day i need to get these things done number lastly you want to do a monthly review or recap on your progress you know if not monthly quarterly at the bare minimum some people do it daily you know you can do it daily where you can just review what you did today and then uh, my wife does this she has a, a planner and she does this she rates her day and then she reviews on like, okay. And then she asks herself, what can I have done to make this day better? You know, and it doesn't even need to be work. It doesn't need to be um, this and that. It's like, you, you want to live a f fulfilling life, a happier life, a less stressed life. You, you got to take care of yourself. And like those little questions, people don't even have the day of, day of the time to even ask themselves that. Time of day, time of day. <laughs> time of day, time of day, right? <laughs> and so you want to go over your um progress and then you also you want to share it with your your circle right whether you have those wins or those losses um one of the things we can get i guess blinded by where we're doing a certain task or we're on this journey and when we don't sh like we get input from other people they could see things from a third person view or out outside perspective and one of the things we recommend is to like, yes, receive that input, but approach it with an open mind. It's sometimes it's hard because you're like, dude, I put all these hours, I put all this work and effort to sweat, blood, sweat and tears in it, but it, it came out this way. And then, you you know, you share with a mentor, you share it with your partner, then they have you know, they could have said like, oh, yeah, you, you know, you could do it this way or have they just have input. You got to be willing to just take it and pivot where you need to go because it's never a straight, easy path, you know, because you don't want to forget the goal. The path isn't easy. You'll get beat up and tested, but you just got to go dig in deep and find that strength to continue on. Uh, you know, one question you want to write this down, like what? Or, or this is a quote I, I heard. I forget where from. Uh, what you want is on the other side of fear. I think Ray Dalio, Principles book. I think that's where it was. He gave that whole idea. Sounds like a Ray Dalio thing. <laughs> it is, right? So he gave a whole um, little analogy of like, hey, if you had to go through this forest, there's like wild animals and whatnot. But on the other side of that forest is the life you want. And kind of just bringing it back to that quote, you know, what you want is the other side of fear. So you're going to have to go through that, those things um, and you'll be tested and you'll hopefully it'll uh, improve your character for the better and, and you'll grow from it. And so, you know, kind of wind it down. We want to ask you that yourself, do you want to be the same person you were last year? Right. You're like, oh, of course. 
I'm only I'm Glenn. Like, who else can I be, right? But really, in as far as do you want to achieve the same things? Do you want that same, do the same things you were doing, right? Living the same, having the same schedule, having the same what whatnot. Some people do. That's fine. You know, they could do 40 years of the same thing, you know, and, you know, by all means. But if you're reaching for something greater, right, we don't want to, you, you guys to get in, um, stuck in a comparison trap. You want to, the only thing you compare yourself is, a you know, your, your old self, the year before, the year before. And that's the thing you want to be going against and measuring yourself against rather than not your neighbor, not the person you saw on social media, right? Not your competitor. Like, it's just really you, you know, get the mirror out and just do some, some of that deep work. See. Yeah. The, the last thing I want to want to say here, man, is yeah, definitely ask that question. Do you want to be the same person you were last year? Um, but that's going to take a few character traits that you need to develop if you don't have it already. That's, you know, that's great. Perseverance, resiliency, discipline, all, all those uh, descriptors of a successful person, in my opinion. Um, Glenn, I'm sure you have uh, different words, but uh, I just want to share that we do have episodes on resiliency and all the everything that you've heard that we talked about it's all all going to be in our show notes. So if you're curious to, to listen more, um, to do more research on your own, uh, check out the show notes. It's going to be in the bottom of the link. Here. Thank you guys for listening. Whether you're looking to improve your trading mindset and growth, we'll provide you with the tools, tips, and inspiration you need to make your next breakthrough. So tune in and let's edge up together.